Hello, and welcome back to Weekly Space. Oh, not again. Let me check. What number of Weekly Space is this? Weekly Space number 19. Sorry it's coming out Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday evening. Um, yeah. And today we have a special guest with us, Harvey. Hi. Yes, so Harvey will help me now. And Harvey, what do you want to be in the podcast? Because we need to add something. What should we add? Should we add, like, tech stuff? More tech stuff? Because... Originally, it was weekly split, weekly space, and the Linux tutorials. Now it's not the Linux tutorials, cause yeah. Um, now it's weekly space, and we're gonna add in some text stuff. So first of all, let's start talking about Intel's current restrictions on the core. I not know. I don't know. I made that up. But let's see, Intel. Intel will visit your website because that is what we do on the first day if something new is in it. The stock price, the INTC, um, stock is $53. Cheap. Anyway, the CEO is Patrick P. Gilson. Eh, anyway, um, Santa Clara, California is their headquarters. They were founded July 18th, 1968 in Mountain View, California. And they have over 100,000 employees and stuff. Now, onto their website. Introducing Intel Arc. However, do you know what Intel Arc is? No. Hey, hey, stop, stop playing with that. Now... Today, we're exploring Intel's website. Today's top clouds are powered by Intel. True. But you know, they have problems sometimes. Actually, every semiconductor has problems, so we don't blame you, Intel. But, yeah. So, what's Intel Oak, though? Because I've been on Intel's website once before. Graphics? Graphics? They're making graphics cards now? Let's watch this video. So, how to you, to those of you that don't have the video version, which there is no video version of. Okay. That looks like normal gaming, not... Okay, that actually does look better. Wow, that's interesting. Okay then. That actually does look interesting. Did I find the information you were looking for? A pop-up says. 
Did we find the information we wanted? Yeah, did we get all the info we want? Um, mm. no. No, I didn't tell. The page is super short. What about your products? Ooh, processes. Services. Wi-Fi 6. Wi-Fi 6 products. <laughs> Wi-Fi 6 is this new Wi-Fi faster stuff. Ooh. Wi-Fi 6. Mm, don't care about Wi-Fi 6. Well, I do care about Wi-Fi 6, but I don't care about the Wi-Fi solutions. What other products do you have? You have... Oh wait, they already have GPUs. Eh. <laughs> I didn't know that. Ethernet products. Wireless. Ooh. Ooh. We'll go to the processors because that's what Intel's known for. All processors. Intel. Zon. What is that? Let's check. I don't know how to pronounce it. X-E-O-N. Zon, I think. Zon. Pronunciation. 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 Let's see. Zion. Hmm. British pronunciation. That sounds good. Practice. Xeon. Okay. Xeon. Intel Xeon Scalable Processors. Okay. Intel Xeon Processors. Okay. Intel Core Processors, Intel Pentium Processors, Intel Celeron Processors, Intel Movidus Vision Processing Units, IMVPUs, huh. Okay, what's the most powerful one they sell? I think it's, what do you think, is it the i9? Most powerful CPU. Harvey, what do you think it's going to be? It's going to be AMD or Intel? 
Because I think it's going to be AMD. What do you think it's going to be? Intel? Maybe what you're thinking. AMD. And the AMD Ryzen 9 5950X. Uh, ooh, it is. Though I thought a Threadripper Pro was. Ooh, what, what's the fast? Oh, nope. AMD's Threadripper 2990WX. Threadripper, knew it. Ooh. Huh. I9 beats M1 in terms of power. <clears throat> so the Intel I9, I think that's that that's, that's wrong, but mm -mm. Ooh, we can actually buy them. I want to buy a uh, i9, but everything is soldered into a MacBook, so. Okay, he was looking where we store the two drones that we have, which only have 20, 720p video on their super unstable and terrible drones. They're Sharky Studios. We're currently in Sharky Studios headquarters. I'm actually. The COO, the chief off, the chief operating officer, the chief operating officer of the company. Should we move on to rockets now, Harvey? Yeah. Okay then, we'll start off with NASA's website and look. Starliners! Time for Starliner! Starliner time. Okay, so if you didn't... Actually, if you... If you... Um, listen to the podcast, you know what Starliner is. Okay, the CST-100 Starliner spacecraft is in the ULAVI... ULAVI, United Launch Alliance Vertical Integration... ULAVIF... At SLC forty one. Lots of abbreviations. Okay. So there were thirteen sticky valves, I think. Right? Yeah. Okay then. And Thirteen sticky valves is not good. That was in the Starliner, and they unstuck most of them. I think there were still that um, there are more that are still stuck. So that's not good. But yeah, and it's delayed even more. I wonder if it's ever going to launch again. Ooh, educated resources. Oh, we just talked normally, okay? Okay. Whatever, NASA. 
You have nothing. Oh, darn it. I just opened the... Well, I just opened SpaceX, and I closed SpaceX in an effort to close NASA. And the most recent one was Transporter 2. But there's going to be a new one soon, so that's good. So SpaceX has nothing. Whenhop.com. I love that NASA spaceflight got that. Literally next spaceflight. But NASA spaceflight and next spaceflight are friends. Because like the person who runs NASA spaceflight. Thomas Burkett? I don't know. But he... Um, some person who works at NASA Spaceflight runs next space flight, so, yeah. Yeah. What? Haunches. <laughs> what is that rocket? I don't know either. I don't know either. Um, it turns out it is a Vega. Yeah. Oh, coming out Monday. Oh my God. Wait, this is coming out Monday, today. Not on Tuesday, tomorrow. So, the Vega. Tomorrow, on August 17th. From France. Then, Harvey, do you know what that one is? No. Guess what, everybody? It's a Long March 4B, your favorite rocket. And guess who launched it? Or is launching it? China. Because, but, yeah. Chinese Aeronautics and Space Administration? No, that can't be right. Corporation? <laughs> Cask. Casket. <laughs> anyway, Starsem is launching OneWeb number nine. Bad OneWeb. We already have somebody doing that. You're clogging up the orbits, and then we'll have a Kessler syndrome. Bad one web. Bad. Okay, yeah, that's on Thursday, August 29th, 19th. Wait, I'm gone. I'm leaving the date of the Long March 4B launch. What is this? Rocket 3. Astra? What's Astra even? I don't even know what Astra is. I want to know what Astra is. Astra... Astra. Harvey, do you know what Astra is? No. Hmm. Launching customer payloads. Summer 2021. Let's launch with them. Oh. I can email them. Huh. That's fun.
newsroom. Ooh, that's a nice aerial shot. Mm, whatever. Don't care. They launched smaller rockets. But anyway, that's on the 27th. Are there any rockets launching on my birthday? Nope. Unless CRS-23 is pushed back to August 29th. Unlikely, but possible. <laughs> it's not launching on the 28th. I'm going weeks ahead of schedule here. <laughs> and I'm making no sense. Let's just go over to events. That's even more confusing. First of all, OFT2 is going to be undocking, then OFT2 is docking, then OFT2 is landing? That's Starliner. What is happening? Oh, yeah. Nauka. I forgot to talk about Nauka. Did that tab thing again? NASA space flight. Okay then. Let's look for Nauka news because there's something exciting. Well, not exciting, but very interesting. If you didn't know about it yet, yeah, sort of need to know about it. Let's search. Nauka module. Have you like inspecting all the camera stuff, don't you? Oh, yes, here we go. It malfunctioned shortly after docking with the ISS. <laughs> That's weird. Nauka means science? Nauka, 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 Nauka. Science. Science time. Harvey, it's science time. Hold this. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> Cancel science time. Okay then. I'm gonna sorta read straight from the article, sorta. The docking was not without issue. Um, with the cosmonauts, they said that it was not on the correct course less than an hour before docking. Um, then a retro burn corrected the issue. And then, after troubleshooting the manual docking system, it successfully docked in an automated fashion to the Zveda service module um, at 13.29 UTC. And an update to the article. So, at 16.34, the ISS's systems registered a divergence from the nominal altitude orientation. That means that it wasn't in the right orbit. And then 
the gyroscopes could not correct the issue. They tried but could not. And then at 1642, um, that... Oh... A loss of attitude, that means something, was declared giving NASA and the ISS top priority through the TDRS, the Tracking and Data Relay Satellite Communications Network and Geostationary Orbit. At this time, the ISS was commanded to free drift. The gyros, the gyros were shut down, and emergency control was handed to the Russian segment and the Zve- Zveda service module. Zveda likewise tried to correct the orientation of the station, fighting against Nauka as the module continued to fire its thrusters. Over the next 45 minutes, Russian controllers attempted to cease the thruster firings from Nauka, which were occurring without command. During this event, the ISS attitude movement never exceeded 0.5 degrees per second, and the could Hobby, I have one more. Did not feel the event. Though that that's not good. According to Russian media reports, Nauka burned through its remaining fuel do- during this thruster event. Hobby, here they are. Hobby, come get these. I don't want those. Okay, yeah, I was. And then at 7.30, 17.30, I mean, with Nauka's thrusters no longer operating, Russian controllers were able to use Progress MS-17's thrusters to get the station back into in attitude control and returned to a stable orientation. That was probably really boring, and I didn't really like it. I normally like to read it before and then make it shorter, but I forgot to add this. Then another update. After successfully docking the station, roughly three hours later at 1645 UTC, after cosmonauts had opened Zveda's hatch to Nauka, the new module suddenly began firing its thrusters without command. Wait, what? Okay, this is weird. Immediately, Russian mission controllers detected the issue and Zveda began firing its own thrusters to try and correct the issue. However, Nauka's thrusters kept firing and the two modules were essentially fighting each other, with Nauka pushing the ISS out of alignment and Zveda trying to bring it. Zveda trying to, but not being able to fully correct. Use the other modules. It's that. At this same time, NASA ordered the station into free drift to elevate. <laughs> At the same time, NASA ordered the station into free drift to elevate stress on the modular attach points across the outpost. Then Chris G tweeted. Isn't it crispy? Um, yeah. Then he... Stop! Okay, leave. Leave. And I... Yeah. Just leave. Just leave those 
Goodbye. Don't come in again. Goodbye. Um, da -da 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 so after a successful orbit insertion, um, initial troubleshooting was complicated. Stuff, 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 stuff. Stuff happened, and bad stuff happened, and good stuff happened, and this was even before docking. Okay. Yeah, for the docking, the ISS was placed in a special attitude, essentially pitched up 90 degrees, in order to place Nauka's docking axis along the velocity vector. If you don't understand what that means, play Kerbal Space Program. Anyway, this was not the original plan, which would have seen Nauka approach up the R-bar or radial velocity vector with the Nidaveda Zveda facing straight down at Earth. The orientation plan for docking was changed to accommodate Nauka's as-is condition after launch. Bad stuff happened, then good thing happened, then more bad stuff happened, and more bad stuff happened, and finally it stopped and good stuff happened. Yeah, that's it. Sum it up. You've been listening for almost a half hour. And I bet it's really boring. So we're gonna stop now. Thank you for listening to Weekly Space and me read you a really boring long article that you could have gone and read yourself, but didn't because you wanted to listen to me talk and read it to you so you don't have to exercise your eye muscles reading. <sighs> okay then. This was brought to you by Sharky Studios, and actually, Sharky, yeah, Sharky Studios made this, and yeah, you know where I got my information because I said it in the podcast. I'm not putting credits because I don't want to, and that would add time. And yeah, bye.